0: Entrepreneur on Fire, episode 196. Welcome to EntrepreneurOnFire.com, where remarkable entrepreneurs share their inspiring story. Let their journey illuminate your path to success. And now, your host, John Dumas. Fire Nation. Let's thank our sponsors for allowing us to keep Entrepreneur on Fire daily and for free. If you want to listen to it, Audible has it. Support Entrepreneur on Fire and go grab your free audiobook and 30-day trial today at audiblepodcast.com slash fire. That's audiblepodcast.com slash fire. With GoToMeeting, it's easy to stay connected from wherever you are, whenever you need to. Try GoToMeeting for free for 30 days by visiting GoToMeeting.com, clicking the try it free button, and using the promo code FIRE. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Mike Kraus. Mike, are you prepared to ignite?
1: Absolutely. <laughs> All
0: right. All right. <laughs> Mike's proven approach teaches people to generate more income more efficiently. His best-selling book, Smart Prospecting That Works Every Time, is available on Amazon. For fun, Mike loves sailing the Great Lakes. have given Fire Nation a little overview, Mike, but why don't you take a minute, tell us about you personally, we want to get to know you, and then take another minute and tell us about your business.
1: Absolutely. I love what I do and I do that every day. I really... Try to lead every day with passion. And I know for a lot of entrepreneurs, it's hard to get that first step started. And I I struggled through that as well. And we'll talk about that a little bit later. But what I always like to talk about is um, one of my quotes is the definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. And I think that's important for entrepreneurs to recognize sometimes you have to know when to hold them and know when to fold them. Uh, I've written two books, uh, Seller Sync Strategies, Tactics, and Tools, Every Business Leader Needs to Know to Stay Afloat, which kind of gives an executive overview of how to run a business. And it's perfect for entrepreneurs. It asks you 74 key questions in there to uh, really do that. And my new book, uh, Smart Prospecting that Works Every Time, can really go down into these tactics and tools to help you gain more clients. And that's been uh, a best-selling book on Amazon.
0: Well, Mike, you are totally right. We're going to be delving into that and more later on in the interview. But before we do, you've already warmed us up with a little success quote, but we always start Entrepreneur on Fire off with your favorite success quote. So share that with Fire Nation.
1: Your worst customers you learn the most from, and that was from Bill Gates.
0: Bill Gates. Love that guy. Take it down to the ground level, Mike. How do you actually apply that mentality to your everyday life?
1: Well, what happens is we get frustrated sometimes as entrepreneurs. We're always trying to push forward, and there's a lot of negativity out there when you're trying to start a business, or whether it be from finance or financing your business, marketing your business, selling your business, getting people to believe in you and your story. And one of the things that you can and you will come across with is your negative customers. And instead of fighting them, embrace them, and you can really – learn a lot from them because they're the ones that are actually speaking up. And in the beginning of my entrepreneur career, I always ignored them or I said, oh, they're just nagging me or they're just kind of bothering me. And then when I saw the quote from Bill Gates, I was like, I'm going to turn my problem into an opportunity and it's worked well for me. And you'd be surprised how many times in the selling environment you turn that negative client into the best client ever. And that person is actually stepping up to the pump and giving you some good intel on your own business and kind of being an insultant to you. There's a great book out there called The Breakthrough Company, and he says, Don't list in- consultants, list insultants. And <laughs> I think that's what you, <laughs> I love that quote too. Yes. And it makes sense. You can't have friends all the time in entrepreneurship. Someone's gonna have to check into the boards and make sure that you're doing things correctly because time is so finite that you don't want to waste it, and these negative customers can really help you turn around a company that you're working on currently.
0: Well, Mike, I always ask for one success quote to start to show off. You've already given us three, so you've set that stage of over-delivering, and I just know you're going to continue carrying that through, so thank you for that, and we're going to transition now to our next topic, which is failure. Because just like entrepreneurs, we love to be inspired. Our journey at the same time is riddled with failure. We fail every single day on certain levels. And a lot of times that helps us propel forward and inspires us to really dig deep and look to that next level. But go back in your journey, Mike. We really want to know a time that you failed, that you just came up against this massive obstacle that you had to really look within to overcome. And how'd you overcome that?
1: Uh, well, five years ago when I started uh, Sales Sense Solutions, I did everything I could under the sun. I went out there and I networked. I was in every single networking group this side of the Mississippi, and I was not getting anywhere. I was not making that connection with people. And I did that for about six months, and then the definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over again. And I, right. I really, really looked into myself and I wasn't connecting with people so I had to go back to the drawing board and provide them a different concept or a different reason of why they would hire me and I had to look through deep and basically it was what I was saying but I wasn't making sense to my listener and I had to recreate my messaging my unique value proposition and I had to really start over, and it was very hard for me because I fell in love with myself, and I think that's what entrepreneurs do all the time. They fall in love with themselves or their own ideas, and they, you could have a great idea that you believe 100% in, but until someone else believes into it, that's what really matters. Right. Um, and I see a lot of failure, and I was failing because I thought the market wanted X, Y, Z, and they really didn't want it. And they, weren't, they didn't understand it because I wasn't effectively communicating my message. And I think that's a problem with a lot of entrepreneurs, and including myself. So I went back to the drawing board and I started asking my customers, well, you know, why did you hire me? What was this? What was this? And it was because I gave them a step by step guide for sales success. I wasn't saying that in my messaging in all this networking. And then I started to say that oh, I, pr- I have a proven step-by-step uh, sales process to increase sales for your small business. And that's what started to make a difference. And it was just some language instead of me saying I do Fortune 500 strategies, tactics and tools, which I was going out to the marketplace. Now I say I have a proven step-by-step sales process. Anyways, I, I had to recreate myself. And after six months, as we all know on the phone, that you really are burning through a lot of cash in the beginning. And you need to be sensitive to your market. And you need to listen to every single customer so that you can tweak your messaging.
0: No, Mike, those are just valuable lessons on so many levels. And we've been fortunate to have Eric Reese the Lean Startup on Entrepreneur on Fire just a couple of weeks ago. And one thing that he kept talking about was just getting that minimally viable product, that minimally viable message out there and really start getting the feedback from your target market, from your audience. Because until we really start hearing what is working with the people who are trying to work with or sell to, we're not really going to be connecting with them on the level that we want to. So that's just a great lesson to walk away from, and it's a perfect transition into our next topic, which is the other end of the spectrum. Because just like as entrepreneurs, we fail and we fail forward and we struggle, we also have these light bulb moments, these little aha moments every single day that propel us forward, that inspire us to do bigger and better things, to pivot. Take us back to a time, Mike, when you had just this great light bulb that went off, where the clouds parted, the sun just shined through, and you said, wow, this is going to resonate with my authentic self, with my target market. And how would you turn that aha moment into success?
1: That's a great question. Great. Um, I I love that question. And I have a little story here, and it has to do with my recent book, The The Smart Prospecting That Works Every Time. Great. It was a struggle for me. Um, it, It took four years to write, and I had to go through a lot of trials and tribulations. And I had to study, you know, why were some authors successful and why were some authors not successful? And I recognized that the the larger authors have an agent. They have a big publisher. So I said to myself, those are the two key elements that I need to get. So I think one of the little lessons along the way here is study proven success. You know, walk on the shoulders of great people. And so I started looking for an agent. I sent out over 600 letters to agents across the U.S., I had, I received three responses, John, three. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. So that's 597 no's to three maybes. (laughs) And I talked to all three of them and two of them wanted me to completely change my vision, my book, everything about it. Basically just tear it down and start over and kind of do it their way and their messaging. And I'm very flexible and which is another huge lesson in entrepreneurship. You have to be flexible Sometimes you just don't get your way and you have to listen to experts around you. But then I found uh, Leticia, my current agent, and she says, I love it. I want to get into business. I want to do um, more uh, sales books. And I was like, that's a perfect fit. And she went out to 60 publishers. And we, again, we got that rule of three back. Three publishers were interested and two of them wanted to change it again. And basically break it down. And they just didn't have the distribution channels. But the one that did was McGraw-Hill. And McGraw-Hill said they loved it. They thought it was a next-generation sales book because it talked about social media and traditional books. And it resonated. The, the aha moment was that I had to go through that mountain of rejection that took over a year to do that. And then plus another year of planning for the book to come out. And then my Eureka or my Yaha moment was actually two weeks ago when I went to Barnes and Noble and I saw my book on the shelf next to like Zig Ziglar, Jeff Gittimer, Brian Tracy, all of my uh, mentors or idols growing up. And it was amazing for me to see my book on the shelf next to these great people.
0: Powerful, Mike. I love that story. And give us just one clear takeaway, one lesson that you walked away from this experience with.
1: Don't don't settle on the first no. It's it's in entrepreneurship. You're doing something different. You have to remember that you're unique. You have to remember that it's going to take a huge struggle. Um, you're not going to be someone that works nine to five. You're doing something outside the box, and traditionally. People are going to fight that because you're, you're just doing things that they don't understand yet. And, they, and that's when the greats come. I mean, look at Apple. Look, look at all the, the huge companies. He didn't follow one thing. And I'm not saying, you know, don't go off the deep end and uh, do something crazy. But I'm also saying follow your passion and follow it. And you are going to have to take some no's along the way. But keep on the path and make sure you have those insultants around you, too. Get some honest feedback along the way and don't do it in a in a vacuum. I find that to be true with entrepreneurs, too. We're so prideful that we don't let people in. And that could be a detriment later on because a lot of people have a lot of experience and you need to leverage that along your journey. And I did leverage that. I got a Leticia, an agent that's an expert, and then I got McGraw-Hill that's an expert in publishing. I went out and I got the best of the best. It took a lot of rejection, but I didn't give up.
0: Mike, those are just some great insights. And this is the power behind Entrepreneur on Fire is because we get to listen to people like yourself who have faced that rejection, who have made it through the dip and have come out the other side to see what you were striving to succeed with. And just talking about the dip, we've had Seth Godin on Entrepreneur on Fire and even somebody of his stature, even after Seth Godin had a successful book sale, He talks about how he went through rejection after rejection, and that is just a common theme with all entrepreneurs, and every successful entrepreneur that we bring on this show talks about rejection, talks about failing over and over again, and just continuing to drive forward and to pivot and to change direction and mindset, and that is so powerful because so many people give up so early. But Mike, this is about you. You're our spotlighted entrepreneur. Have you had an I've made it moment?
1: Yes, I have. And that was uh, with the book. I, I couldn't believe it when I went in uh, to Barnes and Nobles right here locally. It was so cool. It, it, I went on to barnesandnoble.com and I put in uh, my book and my name and then it said, oh, it's available. And I'm like, <laughs> what? I go, what do you mean it's available? And I didn't even know it was already in the bookstore, right? And uh, first to go, last to know. And I and I said, oh, and I go, it's over here in Pittsburgh, New York. And I go, wow. So I immediately ran over there, and uh, with my girlfriend. And we, uh, she took a picture of me in front of uh, my book on the bookshelf. And to me, it was who I, I thought to myself, who is Mike Krauss, and why is he next to Zig Ziglar? And <laughs> you know. <laughs>
0: Did you smell the book? I feel like I would have smelled the book. I don't know why. I just had that feeling.
1: Uh, it, it was just, I yeah, I smelled the book, and <laughs> yeah. and then I got a shipment later that week, and I was like, wow, I, I just couldn't believe it. And that's just so cool to be with McGraw-Hill, because they have the distribution. And that's another thing. you know. I don't get paid as much as if someone was to print it themselves and distribute it itself. And, and that's a lesson to be learned about entrepreneurship, you know? Would you rather have 15, 20 percent of a zillion dollars or would you rather have 100 percent of $10,000? You know, you have to remember sometimes you got to give a piece up if they're able to scale you. And there's no way that I would be able to distribute my book all over the world into Barnes and Nobles and other leading publishing, uh, excuse me, leading bookstores. So sometimes you got to give a little bit to get a lot. So.
0: That is absolutely a powerful message to behold, Mike. And you've put the image in Fire Nation's mind. So if that's a decent photograph at all, I would love for you to send it over because we'll put it in the show notes of you standing in Barnes & Noble next to your book. That's just a success story. That's what we live for as entrepreneurs.
1: Love to. I love to.
0: Wonderful. Well, thank you. So, Mike, we're going to continue on here. At Entrepreneur on Fire, I often talk about the journey because as entrepreneurs, we often lose sight of that journey because we're always setting these audacious goals, and then we're hitting these audacious goals, and then we just continue to raise the bar without even blinking. But I really talk about how important it is to reach those milestones, those achievements, those accomplishments, to take a step back, a deep breath, and really appreciate how far you've come because it's all about the journey because without the journey what are we really doing this for my question to you mike is are you enjoying the journey
1: yes i am i will uh, not lie though to you uh, john it, it's uh, not for the it's it's not for everyone <laughs> right. it's uh, the the amount of obstacles one has to go over is unbelievable. But it's funny that you use that word journey, because I stated when I left corporate America after 12 years of successful sales experience, I told myself, I'm going to enjoy each step of this journey. Right. Because there are so many things that sadly come in that are obstacles. And some of them are huge walls, too. And it has to go back to cash flow. You have to have Whatever you think you need, I would. I always tell people times it by four. If you need fifty thousand, you need two hundred thousand because it, it, you burn through so much cash chasing your dream that it's it's important. And one rule is get money before you need money. Uh, just get money before you need money because you burn through it faster than everything. But I have enjoyed each step, and I take a, a very Zen-like approach to it. You know, today is the day I'm going to do this. These are the things that I'm going to accomplish. I start my day off with a to-do list and I make sure that I accomplish those things on my list and I don't lose sight of the next step.
0: Powerful insights, Mike. Thank you for sharing that. And it's a perfect segue to our next topic, which is your current business. Talk to Fire Nation about two things that are really exciting you right now.
1: I'll tell you what's really exciting me. I get calls and emails out of nowhere uh, because of my book all over and people are loving it. That excites me. And it's like unbelievable because, again, it's kind of like a pizza. If you were to have a restaurant or or what have you, until people like that food, you just don't know if it's likable and you're you're in such a, a cloud. You think it's great, obviously. But when other people think it's great, that is feels awesome. And I've gotten emails all over uh, the U.S. stating that I've read your book. I love it. Finally, one makes sense. Or the best one is I bought your your entire my your book for my entire sales team. I was like, wow, you know that my message is getting out there and people are enjoying it. And now my best uh, success is watching others succeed. And that's what I wrote the book for, right. is to help people how, how to, to basically don't go through the struggles that I had to do. I figured some things out. I haven't figured everything out. But in sales, I figured out a lot of things so that you don't have to struggle, so you don't have to figure it out yourself. And that's powerful. Be a good reader. You know, Seth Godin's on your show. He, he's incredible. Follow success, and then your business will be successful as well.
0: Again, just great insights, Mike. And talk to us for a second about your vision for the future.
1: My vision for the future is I, I'd like to uh, be a little bit, I'd like to speak in front of uh, more sales organizations. I'd like to spread my message more, and I'd like to start working on my next book, and that's going to be about virtual selling. Just like you and you and I communicating this morning, John, uh, through Skype, uh, we're This is the next generation of selling through Skype, conference calls, WebEx. Totally. And that's really when you can step up your business. And I plan on writing that um, for everyone to to understand because technology has to be your friend, not your enemy, because it's here to stay.
0: Powerful. Okay, Fire Nation, we're going to quickly thank our sponsors who allow us to bring Entrepreneur on Fire to you seven days a week for free. With GoToMeeting, it's easy to stay connected from wherever you are, whenever you need. Meetings are an opportunity to share ideas, problem solve, and develop creative solutions. But if you're like me, your team is spread out in different locations and coming together can be an impossible task. Unless you use GoToMeeting with HD faces. Just click on a link, turn on your webcam, and you're instantly connected to your team. You can share the same screen to collaborate on documents while seeing each other face-to-face in HD. It's so easy to launch or join a meeting from anywhere using your computer, phone, or tablet, and you can now present from your iPad. When I need to take my virtual assistants through a new system I've developed, I launch a meeting, walk them through the entire process, answering any questions, and they will even have a recording afterwards if they need a refresher. Fire Nation, this is a no-brainer. Try GoToMeeting free for 30 days. For this special offer, visit goToMeeting.com, click the Try It Free button, and use the promo code FIRE. Remember, use the promo code FIRE. If you love Entrepreneur on Fire, you will love the 100,000 plus audiobooks Audible has available in its enormous online library. Our guest is about to recommend an amazing book, and you can go grab it for free. And get a 30-day trial today by signing up at audiblepodcast.com slash fire. I have been an Audible member for years now, and there are a number of reasons they're the only place to go for audiobooks. Audible provides the best value, the best customer care, and the best selection of titles. Once purchased, you can download your choices and access them on your computer, burn them onto CDs, or upload them to iPods and other MP3 devices. So go grab an audiobook today and support Entrepreneur on Fire by signing up at audiblepodcast.com slash fire. That's audiblepodcast.com slash fire. Okay, Mike, we've now reached the lightning rounds. This is my favorite part of the show. This is where I get to ask you a series of questions and you come back at us, Fire Nation, with amazing and mind-blowing answers. Does that sound like a plan? Yeah, it sounds awesome. I'm ready. (laughs) All right. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur?
1: What was holding me back is my my own fear. It's uh, My own fear was holding me back. I had a great job. I had uh, you know, success at other companies, and it was me just saying to myself, I was 35, and now I'm 40, and it was saying to myself, if not now, when? But it was my own self-fear, and I went through two years of thought process before that. I took a lot of ex- a testing about what I was good at, what I wasn't good at. I asked a lot of people, I had some career counseling, and it came back, I'm really an entrepreneur at heart and I was caught in a cube in corporate America. Even though I didn't have a cube, just that analogy, I was always outside sales, but I was trapped and I had to figure it out how to become untrapped and how to be myself because every single test I took said I was an independent thinker, an entrepreneur at heart, and I had to follow my passion, but it was my fear of letting go of a nice income and just going out there and putting all on the line.
0: If not now, when? Fire Nation, I really want you to ask yourself that question. So Mike, what is the best business advice you've ever received?
1: From my neighbor a hundred years ago. (laughs) Uh, He he, he was, he he has a successful uh, construction company here in Rochester, New York which is snowing, by the way, on April 1, which is incredible to think. Yeah. Um, but anyways, <laughs> anyways, he was very successful. He, he was 85 years old, and, and get some advice from older people that have been through trials and tribulations. He started off on his own, and he grew a, a major company here in this area. And he said, Mike, if you can do it for someone else, you can do it for yourself.
0: Boom. Mike, yep. on that note, what's something that's working for you? right now?
1: Connecting with people, uh, connecting, making sure I get out there more uh, in in my messaging. uh, My consulting practice is working well. And everything that I do, I systemize. In other words, if someone wanted me to do uh, an event planning, which I never thought I'd get into, but a client said, Mike, it looks like you can run things and can you do an event for us? So I said, sure. So I, I'm running an event and I like getting into new things and trialing that. But what I'm going to do out of that is make that into a system or a product so that I can scale it to the next client and do it better. So I think if you can scale or replicate whatever you're doing is that's what's something that I'm focusing on.
0: Nice. So Mike, do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with that you can share with our listeners?
1: N- yes. I think for outside selling, use Around Me, Around Me, um, A-R-O-U-N-D-M-E. It's a free application, and what it does, it gives you a 360 view when you're doing outside calling to name drop. So in other words, if you're calling on restaurants, you can name drop all the restaurants in the area instantly, and it gives you great data on uh, phone numbers and the address and maybe some owners, but Around Me is a great application for outside selling.
0: Great. And Fire Nation, as you know, all of this that we've been talking about today is going to be linked up at entrepreneuronfire.com slash Mike Krauss So, Mike, if you could recommend a book for Fire Nation, what would it be?
1: I like the um, Breakthrough Company. Uh, you can put that on Amazon, and that's where I mentioned earlier, List Insultants. It was a, it's a very comprehensive strategic guide that he studied... Um, basically 8,000 companies and went through and said, what made this company break through, and what what made this company successful? So the breakthrough company is a great read for entrepreneurs.
0: Nice. Well, we will be linking that up as well. So Mike, this next question is my favorite. It's kind of tricky. So take your time, digest it, then come back at us with an answer. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, Identical to earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days?
1: I would try to go back and, and scale myself or replicate myself. Maybe I would look at uh, there's a, the site out there called Fiverr yes. when you can sell things online uh, for $5. You, I would create a product uh, that maybe would give people advice into the new world, and I would sell my advice uh, because if I couldn't manufacture something, I would try to make revenue off of what I know in my mind and create a quick website, probably using Yahoo uh, for like $15. I would create an image and a brand, and then I, I would market myself and connect to as many people as possible if I still had my laptop.
0: Powerful, Mike. That was actionable advice. And you've given us actionable advice this entire interview, and we are all better for it. Give Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance, then share how we can find you, and then we'll say goodbye.
1: My big advice for entrepreneurs is don't listen to everyone. Um, Only listen to people that have gone through this journey, that have had success, like John here, creating Entrepreneur on Fire, I think this is an excellent resource because you're getting people's advice that have gone through the journey. There's a lot of naysayers in life and you want to stay away from them. You want to follow success and you want to make sure that you're following your passion. Because again, as an entrepreneur, it's your passion and no one's ever going to be as passionate about it than you. And I find sometimes people get a little derailed because their brother or a long lost friend kind of boohooed their idea. I would not listen to them. I would only follow success, and I would keep keep trudging along. You can get a hold of me at mdkrause k r a u s e Kraus dot com, and also uh, my books are on there. Smart prospecting that works every time uh, by McGraw Hill, and I think it's a great resource for people like yourselves, an entrepreneur that's looking to obtain more customers because it does give you a step-by-step proven process to obtain new clients.
0: Mike, Entrepreneur on Fire is getting over 175,000 unique downloads every single month. And every now and then, I feel bad for these listeners that are in their cars and they can't stop and write things down because they're in traffic or they're doing whatever And this is one of those interviews, because you have just packed this with so much valuable information. I can't thank you enough for being so generous with your time, your expertise, and your experience. Fire Nation salutes you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Fire Nation, I have an incredible opportunity for a select few of you. I have partnered with entrepreneur on fire sensation Woody Woodward and his publishing company. We are bringing together New York Times best-selling authors, including Tim Ferriss, Seth Godin, Barbara Corcoran, Gary Vaynerchuk, and others, and combining them with entrepreneurs just like you to form a book series titled "Conversations with Visionary Entrepreneurs." This is an amazing opportunity to highlight your business and expertise in a way that will give you a competitive edge and position you as an expert in your chosen field. To find out more and to listen to Woody's in my conversation about the book opportunity, go to entrepreneuronfire.com slash author. That's entrepreneuronfire.com slash author. Thank you for joining us at entrepreneuronfire.com, your daily dose of inspiration. Prepare to ignite.